Yes, I am a little bit out of breath at times, uh, but it's in a bit of a cough, but it's certainly wonderful to be back at church, uh, back in the pulpit, and uh, certainly I want to just thank this church community for their support, their prayer, uh, their goodness to us as a family. Uh, we, had, we started off with Timothy's appendicitis, and then the rest of us got COVID, but it's really just uh, great to be back and to have recovered. Um, I must confess I've caught another virus. And that is the Dan Riddell lockdown syndrome. Um, in uh, May, it was March, I had to go preach at uh, Glenhaven. And uh, that week they had an outbreak of COVID and they closed the service. Uh, then I was supposed to preach again. I think it was last week. And they closed the service again. So clearly I've caught a virus, uh, the Dan Riddell virus. And uh, we need to be careful of that. But it's really good just to be back at church, even if we can't have all of you with us. And we do want to welcome you, especially those online as well. We want to just welcome you to the service and to the worship team who's here. They're the only folk who are here and the broadcast team. It's great just to be together. Um, I want to remind folk about the Bible school. Uh, we'll be starting in not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. Uh, please sign up. Uh, we're doing um, a great doctrines of the Bible. Really interesting, and it will help you again to get a grasp of, of the great truths of the Word of God. Uh, please contact me. You can WhatsApp me. And just to let me know that you are going to be joining. Uh, there is a book available if you'd like to use that. Um, and uh, it'll be great to have lots of folk again uh, joining for our Bible school. Then there's also, I just want to remind folk about prayer. It's so, so, so important uh, that we pray as God's people. Uh, and uh, we have prayer meeting on Friday, uh, Friday at Hopper 6. Uh, we then have a, Friday, a pre-service, Hopper 8 prayer meeting on Sunday. Uh, and then we also... Have, uh, today, at least, we have the missions, the monthly missions prayer meeting at half past four. We sign in from, uh, from uh, 4.25, and we long for you to be there to meet us and to meet with our missionaries. It certainly is a joyous occasion. Uh, let's just by in prayer as we just commit this time uh, to the Lord. Father, thank you that we are reminded that we are to worship you. Father, in times of pandemic, in times of sadness, grief, and loss, Father, we are reminded by Scripture uh, to focus afresh on you. Father, we thank you. We can pray that you'd open doors. Lord, that you'd lead us uh, along difficult pathways. Father, we thank you that we can pray for people who are, are going through a tough time. Lord, for folk who have lost loved ones. We, we think of the Payne family. We think of Helen and Kellen and Andy. Father, we pray for the Eucumin family, especially Noel and, and his family at this time. Lord, we pray for Graham Broom and his family, the loss of his mama. We pray for uh, Lynn and Edna at the, at the loss of uh, Grace. Uh, Father, I thank you that we can bring all these people to you. Father, for those who are battling uh, with COVID at home, Lord, for those who are battling in hospital for their lives. Father, for folk who are struggling with work issues, Lord, we know that at times like that, you call us to, to focus afresh on you. And Lord, to receive a, an inner joy and peace that comes from you alone. Father, we pray for all these circumstances. Lord, we pray for our church and for its spiritual well-being. Lord, at a time like this when people are suffering, may we unite together and may we grow spiritually as we draw from you that great strength. Father, we just thank you that we can commit this service to you. We pray that you're speaking to our lives. Lord, challenge us to be focused and to draw on you. We pray all these things in your precious name. Amen. Amen.
Michelangelo statue of David, uh, David of the Bible, stands today in the Galleria dell'Accademia in Florence, in Italy. It's over four meters tall. Michelangelo was right to sculpt David with such immensity. David was a, a giant of a man. He had the military genius of Alexander the Great. He had the political savvy of Abraham Lincoln. The musical talent of, of Beethoven, the literary skill of, of Shakespeare, the eye-hand coordination of a, a Joe Montana, the famous professional American football player. But the, the real measure of, of David's greatness was his obsession with God. David wrote in Psalm 27 and verse 4, one thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever, all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. And certainly for the most part of David's life, he would be focused on, on God. As a shepherd boy, he would uh, gaze into the, the skies, He'd be reminded of the greatness of his being, the grandeur of God's glory, and the immensity of his power, the vastness of his creation. This man was obsessed with God. As we face the third wave of COVID, we certainly need to be focused. You may have faced COVID, you may have lost family members or friends or, or know of those who, who have lost those who are around them. Death and tragedy is around us. Up to now, crisis has seemed far away, but, but not anymore. Why don't you turn with me to your, in your Bibles to Psalm 37. It's an alphabetical psalm that follows the uh, uh, Hebrew alphabet. I think we read the psalms far too little. I remember as a teen, I didn't have a lot of time to read the Psalms. Uh, perhaps I, I didn't quite connect with where the Psalms was. I, I didn't relate to what he was talking about. But as I've, I've grown older, life happens. And perhaps like me, you've got into the habit of, of drawing close to God as you meditate on these great uh, uh, Psalms, these great truths. Psalm 37 is a, a Psalm of David. We're not told if it's a, a song or a, a meditation. But what we do know is that David wrote it in his old age. David had gone through life and had life experience. And in verse 25, it reminds us, David says, I was young and now I'm old. Yet I have never seen the, the righteous forsaken. Certainly David's words are valuable as they reflect on a, a lifetime of experience. This verse, uh, well, this Psalm 37 is a, a wisdom poem. It addresses the, the, old, the age-old question, why do the, the wicked prosper and the, and the godly struggle through life? David addresses us as, we, as he speaks into our lives and, and, and where we're at. Psalm 37, verse 1. Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. 
Dwell in the land and enjoy a safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine. Your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. This morning I want to just reflect on the psalm. I've been reading it as I lay in bed. I was sick with COVID-19 and I reflected on the words of the psalm. Perhaps you are hurting, perhaps you're saddened. Maybe you're grieving because folk around you or close to your friends or, or people you know have, have passed on or maybe yourself are, are struggling and you, you're sick. Why don't you join with me as I work through the psalm? We see in this, these first uh, seven verses we're going to look at, uh, David provides at least five resolutions that we can cling to as we go through times of, of grief and, and crisis. The first one is this, resist temptation to, to lose your cool. Verse 1 and 2, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of, of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. David connects with us, he, he addresses our, our emotions, he, he knows we emotional beings and he connects just where we're at. Do not fret. Friday the 4th of June, I went to the doctor, I wasn't feeling well, uh, I tested negative on a, on a rapid test. Uh, the, diag the doctor's diagnosis was a, a nasal drip that got, that got onto my chest. But, but the next day, uh, my son Jonathan began to get sick, and he doesn't have this nasal drip. And th that just didn't make sense to me as I looked at my son, who was uh, not well. Uh, Timothy had just come out of hospital, five days in hospital. And, and by, by Sunday, I was feeling terrible, and I, I went for the test and, and, and tested positive. David's... First resolution is do not fret. The word means to get heated up. And what David is saying to us is, is do not lose your cool as you face grief and, and crisis. When you look at the oximeter and it says 85, do you panic? David says, do not lose your, your, your cool. Do not be vexed. Do not worry. Do not fume, don't have heartburn. And then, do not be envious about those who are in better shape or at a better place than you are. There's a story about uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, while in prison, she, she envied, can you believe this, the, the milkmaid who was free and she was in prison. Had Elizabeth known that she'd have a, a glorious reign of, of 42 years, she would never ever have have envied. 
on a Saturday morning that a, a godly person need never envy the wicked when compared to the hope that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, What no eye has seen, nor ear ye heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. Now when we journey through the Old Testament, we see the, the glorious names of, of God. Uh, we have Jehovah and then uh, uh, another word that describes who God is. And the first one as we go through this is, is Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. In Genesis chapter 22 and verse 14, we, we read about this, this word Jehovah Jireh. Abram's on, on Mount Moriah. He's about to sacrifice his, his one and only son. And there God provides a, a ram in the, in the thicket. In Genesis 22, 14, New Living Testament, it says the following. Abram named the place Yahweh, Jariah, which means the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use the name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. And friends, isn't that name uh, meaningful for us? David says to, says to us, do not fret. And so firstly, the first resolution, resist the temptation to, to lose your cool. But secondly, the, the second resolution that, that David gives us is resolve to put your, your confidence in God. Verse 3, it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy a, a safe pasture. It's Friday the 11th of June and I've got sicker and sicker. I'm really sick. It's the, the infamous day eight. They talk about a, a day eight with a COVID infection. I've been on oxygen. The, the hospitals are full. The, my a doctor wanted to send me in, but the, hox, the hospitals, he contacted were full. My, and, and so he said to, to myself, to Marlene, <coughs> Uh, we needed to send in our, our stats every four hours. And at half past 11 at night, we get a call. It was time to go to Cangeli to emergency. Uh, I needed to go. My, my stats were low. And that, Marlene, herself sick with COVID, uh, um, she drove me to the hospital. We, we got there. It was, it was freezing. It was just after 12. Um, and we ended up in a triage tent outside the hospital uh, for about half an hour in the, in the freezing cold. An hour later, eventually, we were admitted into casualty. And I'll never forget what really struck me that night. And uh, as I went into casualty, uh, Molina had to go home. She couldn't go in. Uh, they weren't allowed to. And I remember catching her eye. After 24 years of marriage, you, you know the expressions of your, of your partner, and it just crossed my mind, and I, I tried to feebly say, I'll, I'll be okay. And that thought, that look just said, will I see my husband alive again? The drip was inserted. It wasn't long before I was getting sick. I, began, I wanted to vomit. Uh, the room began to swirl. I was, I was dizzy. I called the nurse to bring a bucket so I could vomit. And she came in, and she looked at the monitor, and... A moment later, the doctor came running. Things weren't good. Uh, they ripped out the, the drip. And then I experienced this weird feeling as the, the, the bed, the hospital bed began to bounce. It wasn't a good experience. 
Only later I would discover that my, head was, uh, my feet were up and my head was down to let the blood dry, uh, 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 go into my head or my brain. My heartbeat had dropped to 30 beats a minute and my, my blood pressure was collapsing. Slowly I came back. David calls us in the darkness to, to put our confidence in God. Trust in the Lord and do good. Trust and do, they, they go together. A fretful heart cannot be a, a trusting heart, for it lacks the joy and the peace of God. Paul reminds us in Romans fifteen thirteen, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. David's God was Jehovah Tidkanu, the Lord, our righteousness, who, who leads us along paths of righteousness. Jeremiah 33 and verse 16 says, In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. This is the name by which it will be called. The Lord, our righteous Savior. Resist the temptation to, to lose your cool. Resolve to put your, your confidence in, in God. And then thirdly, David's third resolution is return to, to focusing on the Lord. Verse 4, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your, your heart. The word delight means to be brought up in luxury and to be pampered. It speaks about the, the blessings of God. And David makes a point that we, we need to delight not in the gift that God gives us, but in the giver. You know how easy it is to, to focus on what God gives us. And instead of focusing on, on the person and character of God, if we truly delight in the Lord, then our chief desire would be to, to know him better so that we can delight more and more and more. John Piper put it like this, that the chief end of man is to glorify God by enjoying him forever. As I lay in that hospital bed, the, my focus wasn't to be on myself, but to, to be on the Lord he is Jehovah Rapha, the, the one that heals. As we know him, he heals us. He, he first heals our, our inner souls. And sometimes he will heal our bodies, but not always. Exodus fifteen twenty six. He said, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring, you, bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. David's fourth resolution, release your burdens to the Lord. Verse 5 and 6, commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him and, and He will do this. He will make your righteousness, righteous reward shine like the, door, the dawn, your vindication like the Noonday sun. The word means to, to roll off your, your burdens, to, to surrender them to, to the Lord. 1 Peter 5, 7 puts it like this, casting your, your cares on him, 
for he cares for you. Resolved to hand over my sickness and my future to God. No matter whether I recover or not, Lord, my future is in your hands. You see, he's Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is there. Exodus 48 and verse 35. The distance all around will be 18,000 cubits. And the name of the city from that time on will be the Lord is there. Friends, God is here. God is with you. The final resolution is to rest in the Lord. Verse 7, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. <coughs> David calls us to be silent, to be still. A calm surrender to the, to the Lord. In Psalm 62 and verse 5 to 8, David, the, the psalmist wrote, Rest in God alone, O my soul, for my hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor rest on God, my strong rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts before Him. God is our refuge. And then that beautiful psalm, <coughs> an invitation, <coughs> Psalm 34, verses 4 to 8. You can in fact just read the whole psalm at home. I sought the Lord and He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant with joy. Their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man called out and the Lord heard him. He saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. He has the invitation, verse 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Be still. That's the lesson. Wait on him. Yes, I'm still recovering. And the Lord says, wait and be still. For he is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord who, who is our peace. Judges 6 verse 24, the New Living Testament. Gideon built an altar to the Lord there. I'm sure he built that altar in honor to God. And he named it Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. I don't know your outcome, but this I know, God is our peace. Michelangelo's statue of David took four years to build, partly because the, the block was damaged and it was taken out of the quarry. So it was with the, the writer of Psalm 27. David came from a, a flawed origin, left alone in the desert to, to tend sheep, faced challenges on every side. The world could not meet his needs, but God did. And we have the Psalm, Psalm 37, which stands as a, as a testimony to, to God's grace.
friends, that is the grace that you and I need. On a day like this, and on every other day, let us pray. Father, as we bow before you, Lord, we thank you that you meet us at our very point of need. Lord, as we reflect on the the life experience of of David, as he he shares these life pointers, these guideposts, Lord, I pray that for each of us we would learn to focus, to draw close to you. Father, we know that our lives are in your hands. And Father, we know that we have an eternal destiny with you. Oh God, I pray for those this morning who are struggling. Lord, those who are sick. Those who have lost loved ones. Lord, those who are feeling emotional. Lord, those who are, are battling to cope with loss. Oh God, won't you draw close to us. Lord, won't you draw us close to you. Lord, we thank you that we can rest in you as you hold our hands, as you walk with us through this pandemic. Lord, for others who face crisis and and various challenges, Lord, we ask that you would minister to them at this time. We pray this all in your precious name. Amen.